Hello, this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 106 of the Sophie Art Podcast which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things. In this one, we're going to be taking a look at another little article or article from a character design quarterly magazine and this one is issue number 9 and it's an article called The Language of Shapes with the artist Tom Honey, and I've got some notes and stuff. So if you're watching on YouTube at youtube.com/slash Sophie Lawson, you're able to see all the little images and stuff. But you don't, as I always say, you don't really need to watch the video because I'm going to just describe everything. This was a really fun little article. Article. <laughs> I think the thing, the main takeaway I got from it was about playing, really. Yeah, it's probably about playing. So the, the designing characters is really about playing. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. Little Dennis is with us. He's just got out of his little house. <laughs> and you can find show notes, I think, at sophielawson.com. But I've also, because last week's episode was all about colour therapy, I said I was going to do a little colour therapy chart thing. I am in the process of putting it all together. Hopefully it'll be up by next week's podcast. But what I've got is I've actually got some, what's it called? Turquoise socks on. Because <laughs> it said in the article, what is turquoise? It said turquoise is communication and truth, invigorating yet calming, stuff like that. So turquoise is quite a cool little colour. And I thought it's, what she said to do was, you can start putting bits of colour into your life little things so like just wearing a pair of socks is is quite cool but little Dennis let's let's get into this one ding so little Dennis is going to sit in his house <laughs> sit in his house and watch us yeah, he's watching us now also today or this weekend is Easter so for, oh you got your Easter eggs ready because I'm going to be I'm going to be eating mine Hum. I love Easter eggs so I'm going to eat a little bit of an Easter egg because how do you open your Easter eggs? <laughs> do you? Ah, oh, this is. I like it when they're like that. So, so what I always do, I've done this since a very little child. What I do is I break one half of the Easter egg, take a piece of the chocolate, and I start drawing on the chocolate. Because you can draw little, you can draw little things on the chocolate with pieces of chocolate. <laughs> so I've drawn like a little little person. But we like chocolate. So let's get into this article. What I'm going to do, actually, before we do that, I'll put a link in the show notes. But Tom Hanny has got a really cool little website, a little blog. The website address is tomscharacter.blogspot.com. And you look at his characters, he's got really, yeah, I, I would say the main thing about his characters is it's all about the shapes, but also they feel alive. They really feel alive. So what you'll find out in this article is it's, it's really the shapes. I feel like shapes bring the characters to life and gesture and stuff. So that, that little website is definitely worth checking out. And like I said, I'll put a link in the show notes at sophielawson.com. But let's jump into this little article and see what it's all about. So let's get into this one then. It's... 
Also, this issue of the Character Design Quarterly magazine, which is issue number nine, it has my all-time favourite cover. It's got a really cool little cover, like a little... It's a really simple little character, actually. Big, fat, big, fat, round head with these thin arms and legs. But he looks cool. Nice colours and stuff. But let's get into this one. So, the article, or the little article, it's by the artist called Tom Henney, and the article is called The Language of Shapes. So, it's it's a little article again. It's only on four pages. Quite a lot of little sketches and stuff in here. And it's split into seven main sections. So, what I did was I, I put some notes together, and... On one side of the page I put some rough notes and on the other side I put a bit neater notes. So the main sections from this article is the power of imagination. And with that one, I've, my little notes, I've said it, he again says about starting with writing. So it's like, it's talking about the power of writing again. And then he says about search by sketching ideas, which I love that. I'll talk about that in a minute. The next little section is the basics, and that one I was thinking it was like about consistent variety, which is something Jake Parker said. You got lines and shapes, keeping it simple, and there's something at the bottom I'm going to read. The next little section is readable combinations. That one's all about silhouettes and playing. Then we got another section called exaggerate the line of action. Another section called the ebb and flow of line work. Another one about all about the concept, and then the final bit is called loosen up. So it's seven main sections, really fun. So what I'm going to do is I'll start by reading the little intro to the article. And what it says is it says, oh, and also Tom Haney, his name is really cool because his his name is T O M, and then H A N I, but he's the A has got two little dots above it. So it looks like a little little face or something. <laughs> Even his name looks like a character. His name's got a really nice shape to it actually. All the letters all the letters are quite nicely shaped. But it says an elaborated shape language is crucial for cra- crafting character designs. It enables you to develop interest, tell clearer stories, and therefore develop more believable characters. And he says, here are some of my design methods to explain how you can improve your overall shape language and create more impactful and expressive designs. Really fun, this. So what he's done, what he's done on this, which I love, is it's really, it's all about lines and shapes. Yeah, it's all about keeping it simple. Big bastard shapes. (laughs) Big bastard basic shapes. So the first section is the power of imagination. And what I put down here is he talks about starting with writing. So before he's even done any drawing, he, he's talking about you should have already have done your writing. Because he says, he says, once you have fully, once you have really figured out who your character is going to be and what adjectives suit them best, you need to use your imagination. So like the this was something that they said in one of the other articles. They said, before you start designing your character, you want to actually write about them first, because that will create the backstory about them. 
and it, and then he's talking about sketch. You search the character by sketching the ideas. So it's almost like once you've got an idea in your head of what the character's going to be like, you then start sketching. And what you're doing is you're sort of trying to convert the image in your head into the character. But I noticed something about this because, like last week's podcast, it was I said it was like a bit like a rambly one about color therapy. But what I noticed was, like, sometimes when I'm talking, I know what I want to say, but I don't know how I'm going to say it. So what I do is I just start talking, and all the words come out, and in the end, they go together, and sometimes they create a sentence, and I think, that sentence was exactly what I wanted to say. And I keep talking. And I thought to myself, that is just like sketching. So it's almost like sketching is like a visual way of trying to process your thoughts. I thought it was really cool. He said it is kind of kind of a search using your mind's eye. Because something I've noticed is I'm doing this drawing a day challenge where you've got to draw a little little drawing for your imagination every day for a year. And what I've noticed is sometimes I'll come up with an idea for a character in my head but I'm sketching it in, this, in my sketchbook. I can't actually turn it into character because sometimes I can I know what I want it it to look like but I don't actually know what I want it to look like (laughs) and that sounds a bit weird it's like it's one of those things that when I sketch it when it looks like what I I know I want it to look like I'll know that I've sketched it but what what I've noticed is sometimes I'm sketching and I just can't get it to look like what it what it wants what I want it to look like it's quite weird that But that's the first bit. So the first bit, it's all about writing and then starting to sketch. And I got the impression it's very much like a playful thing. So just, he says here, sketch roughly until you get closer and closer to the appearance you visualised. So it is, it's just like, you just keep playing. I really like that. So the next little section was called, it's called the basics. And what he's got is he's got little little lines, some of them are curvy, some of them are zigzaggy, little squares, little circles, so basically just basic shapes, the big bastard basic shapes. And he says here, let's start with the basics of shape design, there are curves, straight lines, angular lines, the basic geometric shapes, and then plenty of variations in between. And he he talks about how He's talking about lines and shapes, keeping it simple, but he talks about how you want to combine all these different things. So even though you're only using basic, simple shapes and lines, you want to combine them together. So like, you'll have a character. Let's see if there's any characters in here. Oh, there might be one here. <laughs> yeah, you've got like, you'll have like a character with some straight lines and then curvy lines. Because if it was all curvy lines, it would be a bit boring. So it's like, you want what you want to do is you want to mix it up, he's, he's talking about here. And, he, and I got the, the first thing I thought of was consistent variety. Because that's what Jake Parker said. On his How to Ink 2.0 course, he talks about when you're doing your lines, like when you're, if you're doing cross-hatching or something, you want to mix up the lines so they're not all the same size. Because if it's all the same size, it will look a bit boring. So even though you're doing 
even though you might do the same line, say you might only do straight lines, you want to mix up the length of them. So you can get variety by still doing the same the same thing. I thought that was quite cool. And he's also got a little character who's really fun. He's got like a big fat head. <laughs> I almost imagine that's what yeah, I I imagine that's a little a little Tom. It's probably a little Tom, because he's he's got a t-shirt on wearing the letter T. The next little section is called Readable Combinations. And on my notes I said this was about playing silhouettes and how less is more. That less is more because all these things they all, all go together so less is more is kind of like the basics with the basics you don't want to be using complicated shapes use these big fat well like the big bastard shapes and then you stick them all together so he says here using a combination of shapes and line play around with roughing out your roughing out some character designs it says, your goal is to create a strong silhouette to make your character instantly readable. I love that, because all these articles I've noticed, something that keeps coming up is silhouettes. Because what they're saying is, if the silhouette is very distinctive, the character will be will pop. <laughs> the character's going to pop. But if you look at all these little, de- little designs he's got... They've, they've all got very simple shapes. Very simple shapes and lines. But if you did colour them in, yeah, you would be able to tell the difference between them all. There's a, there's a fun one here. There's a dragon with a really... Cur- there's one curvy line that goes from his head all the way to his tip of his tail. So, like, the whole of his body and his head, really, is just one line. So that's amazing. You don't need to be doing loads of lines, really. That's something I've noticed with gesture drawing. Gesture drawing is about capturing the essence of the pose. And you you, you want to... What is it? Who was it? Somebody said in one of these books, he said about... He said about, like, ghosting your lines. So when you're doing a line, don't put the line down until you know that's the line you want, because otherwise you're going to end up with tons of lines so like you do your sketching where you've got tons of lines that's how you find out where your lines are going to be and then later on when you start making it a bit more detailed that's when you pick the line you want so that's why it's really good it starts out playing well the whole thing is playing but the first bit you're playing and it doesn't matter how rough it is because you're trying to find the lines really yeah, so you're starting out trying to find the lines. And then once you've found... This is amazing, this. You start out by writing to find the story and like find the image in your head. You then start using simple lines and shapes to try and find the, the character or the pose in the character based off of the writing. You then use... You then use that little rough sketch you've done to find your final line so this is cool but all the time you're going back to your writing to refer to it to make sure that the design you're picking is syncing up with the little bits of writing you did because you wrote about the adjectives like you might have wrote something like hot what is it red happy quick yeah little words to describe it 
So you're picking a design, like this little dragon with the one line. To me, that looks quite friendly. But if if the little thing at the start, if you had wrote in the start, I want this dragon to be really aggressive and evil, then you wouldn't really, you would look at that and you say, no, these lines are too curvy for that. So you, you would then have to go back and use more like zigzaggy lines. This is really cool, this is. So the next little section, also one of these little characters, it looks a little bit like Link from Zelda. <laughs> cool. But very, 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 very simple. Very simple. Yeah, very simple designs at the moment. But yet, I could almost see them as the finished drawing. Got lots of, lots of emotion, lots of gesture in them. Like action. So the next little section is called Exaggerate the Line of Action. This again goes into gesture drawing. So I think it was Proko. Proko said about, or Stan Prokopenko at Proko.com. He, he said about when you're capturing the gesture, you can push it, push it, over-exaggerate it. Because then, because something I've noticed is, if you over-exaggerate it at the start, when it's all sketchy, as you start putting the details in, it's going to actually, it's going to lose some of that sort of exaggeration. So what will happen is, if you over-exaggerate it, well, if you don't over-exaggerate it, as you're sketching it and stuff, when you start adding the details, it's going to stiffen up. So like, if you over-exaggerate it, as you start adding the details, it will sort of, it will come back a little bit and balance itself out. But he says, he says, once you have your desired silhouette, push it to the limits. I like that. So again, it just sounds like playing. So you've pictured, you've wrote about the character. So you know in, the, in your head the story about them and what you want them to be like. You've then started using basic shapes and lines to try to bring that character to life. You've then started adding a bit more detail and like yeah getting nice silhouettes once you've got a nice design you now you now start pushing pushing that design so that dragon for instance you could push it right to the edge one way so it's like really really curvy and you might look at it and say no this isn't again go back to your writing and you'd say no this isn't fitting in with my vision for the character so you could push it back again but what might happen is you might push it you might have it there and you think that's the way i want it but you push it and you think i'm not going to i'm not going to use this but you push it and then you look at it and you think that actually that actually looks a lot better now so what would happen is by you playing and pushing it you've got nothing to lose because if you push it and you don't like it you can always go back to the way it was but by pushing it and playing around you might realize that actually you it's better like that. So I think that's quite cool. But he says, he says in my little notes, I said make big, big things bigger, small things smaller, but keep it simple. And I've put again play. I think one of the main words that came out of this article for me was about playing. Yeah, so shapes, playing with shapes really. It's quite cool. Anything else in here? It says use lines of action as guidelines. OK, 
Consider how the line of action will affect the design dynamic while portraying the character's personality. Again, going back to that, yeah, what, I've no, what I'm noticing is the initial bit of writing about the character is probably the most important bit of the whole thing because that the initial writing of the character which creates the backstory and the image in your head that is actually going to guide the entire rest of the process it's going to like keep you focused really because if you, if you don't know what the character's about you're going to be sort of you're going to be playing but not you've got to play but with a sort of an agenda i suppose something like that but his little character in ears is a big fat lady and she's sort of yeah one side is push, like pinching and the other side sort of stretching and again what you've got is you've got big fat round shapes and then you've got sort of like more straight 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 lines on the other side so you can see quite a mix of lines in there which is cool the next bit is called the ebb and flow of line work one of the words I picked on this was awareness zooming in and out everything relates to everything and opposites so that's quite cool he's also going back to his silhouettes so again I like that it's even though all of this goes together really yeah so you're like you're doing your writing you're doing your big bastard shapes you're then starting to put your lines in you're then thinking about the pose and exaggerating it but all the time you're constantly going back and forth yeah like iterating but this little bit says pay attention to your lines and consider how they flow so this is cool because it's starting out with like big bastard shapes you're putting all the all the shapes together and all the lines but you're putting them sort of individually yeah so you're sort of you're picking shapes and placing them together and then what you do now is you start thinking about more how those how it's all relating to each other this was something i noticed with i'm gonna put a bit of easter egg this was something i noticed with realistic pencil drawings it was sometimes you draw an eye yeah you draw an eye and you start shading the eye and then like the mouth would look the mouth would look wrong so you'd start trying to fix the the mouth when really it was the eye <laughs> it's quite funny that so it's like yeah everything's linked together so this is this was what made me think about zooming in and, in and out because if you start zooming out you can look at the overall shape and then you can zoom in and look at the lines and stuff so again this this made me think about awareness so always be aware of your shapes how things are relating to each other because if you zoom out if you zoom out or step back from your drawing you can sort of see it as a big as a big shape and you can say oh that looks like quite a nice shape or you might look at it and think i don't like that and then you'd zoom in and start playing with it it's constantly going back and forth really talking again about combination of curvy and straight lines yeah it's really cool this because in, in this little drawing he's got he's got he has got straight lines and curvy lines and also 
he's thinking about the focus because all the lines are flowing almost like pointing towards the face which is the focus point it's quite cool it's amazing how powerful lines are because it it's almost like these lines are subconsciously guiding your eyes it's quite amazing you don't realize it but yeah like the pose it starts out as a simple line and it turns into a character but even though it's a character it's still in a way it's still a, a simple line so that line has a flow to it so it's, it's thinking about that and he says about opposite vertical lines to horizontal lines angles to arcs he talks about how that all builds up like the drama he says yeah having these opposites so it's quite cool because you want to you want to think about want to think about having things look nice together but also sort of a bit of conflict to keep things interesting it's quite cool the next little bit's called all about the concept i've put here refer to your writing again awareness and it says i put here how we're going to tell the story and does the design satisfy and i've put that in like a loop as if you've got to keep asking yourself yeah you keep asking yourself does this satisfy the initial writing i did and then you've got to keep asking how is it going to tell the story so it's like a loop and it says well i've put here i've put a little question mark and it says story more important than skills because this made me think is it more important to have a really nice story rather than skills that's what i'm thinking in, in other words you could be really amazing at drawing really amazing at drawing but you if you don't do the writing at the start and you haven't got a story yeah you could you could do a really amazing character but if it's not telling a story is that as good as a character that's not very goodly drawn <laughs> not very goodly drawn not very good english it's a character that's not very well drawn in other words your skills are a bit shite <laughs> but your story is amazing so it's like got a lot of character in it but the skills are i would rather that well i would rather have a character that's got amazing amazing skills and an amazing story but what i was thinking was i would i would probably focus on the story more really that's what i think that's why i think the initial writing is the most important part because that's where your story is coming from it, it says here while mastering techniques and tools is important i would advise concentrating on your concept first yeah think about adjectives that suit your character's personality and story and make sure they are clearly reflected in your design so again i think what i'm going to do when i start really creating these characters I'm going to create a, I'm going to have a sheet of paper and I'm going to write a load of words. I'm probably going to do that bubble chart thing. There was this article that had a bubble and it had like your character in the middle and then just coming off of that is a spider diagram, I think. You can see what you end up with is a bunch of words describing your character. What I'm going to do is I'm going to keep that on my desk. So as I'm drawing and designing my characters, I'm going to, I'm going to force myself because I think initially I'm going to have to force myself to keep referring to the writing 
because I think what I'm it goes into this week's inspirational quote but I'm the sort of person who would get distracted by trying to draw the draw the character before I really know what I want the character to, to be <laughs> so I've got I'm gonna one of my things I'm gonna have to learn is to stop myself this is why I come up with the thing of big bastard basic shapes it's my way of trying to remind myself to stop going to the details too soon so something I've got to do is I got I'm gonna have to stop going to the details too soon which is something again I've noticed with this art challenge I'm doing is that I I sometimes tend to go to the final drawing before I've even sketched it and also I'm gonna have to keep reminding myself to do the writing first and I feel like the best way to do that is to have a piece of paper on your desk and force yourself to do the writing and then what will happen is if you keep forcing yourself in the end it will become a habit so you won't even need to remind yourself you'll just you'll say what will happen is I know this will happen one day when I'm doing characters I'll sit down and I'll say well I'm going to design a new character and I'll just without even thinking about it I'll just start writing so it'll be like creating a habit really and again, he's talking about the silhouettes and shapes. And it's all about acting and finding the best pose. Yeah, from the moment you define your character's silhouette and shape, it's all about acting and finding the best pose. That's cool. And then what have we got? Oh, the last little section is called Loosen Up. And in my little notes, I put practice exercise. Turn shapes into faces. Turn lines into poses. Well, I like, yeah, because what he's got in his little article is he's got a bunch of just random shapes. Because what he says to do is, this is a way to loosen up. He says, get a piece of paper and a pencil. What you want to do, or a pen or something, what you want to do is just scribble a shape. And then, yeah, just start like adding some features onto it. <laughs> and what you can do is you can create little, you can create like little characters, which is quite fun. And then what you do is, once you've done that, you can then start adding more details. So this would be a good exercise for me, I think, because what it will do is it will force me, it would force you to create, well, you'd have to work with big bastard shapes, because all you can do, all you do is you're just getting your pencil or your pen, and just without thinking about it, just, it's actually a lot harder than you think to create a random shape. Because your your mind sort of wants to create... Yeah, that's quite weird. Your mind wants to create a shape that you sort of know. So that would be a fun exercise, I think. So what he says is shapes can be turned into faces. This is just for fun, really, just loosening up. But lines can be turned into poses. And I've already been doing this with my little... Sophie character. So what I do is, because I love doing gesture drawings, what I noticed was you can look at a, a car, you can look at a photo, like a pose, and let's say you got like a a pose, you can actually look at it and you can turn it into a line, a simple line. So because you can do that that way, which is you can look at a reference and turn it into a line, to then turn into your own character. 
you can actually do it this way as well which is just get a piece of paper scribble a line on it and then basically try to turn that into try to turn that into like a pose <laughs> hey that looks like a leg this is quite fun what's really fun about this is what's really fun about this is because you're just scribbling you know you're going to be creating shite <laughs> I like that word it's quite a fun word that but because you know you're going to be creating rubbish I suppose yeah basically once you've done this you can just scrunch it up and throw it in the bin <laughs> so because of that there's no pressure so that is that is why it loosens you up because you're not going to be keeping these but what is amazing is because I've, I've noticed this with other things you're doing this just for fun so you're just playing there's no pressure what I've noticed is when you're doing drawing and there's no pressure in a strange way for some reason that's normally when you do the best stuff <laughs> so so what will happen is I know this will happen you'll be messing around loose doing this for loosening loosening up loosening up <laughs> and what will happen is one of these I bet you'll look at it and you think I really like that and you'll end up turning it into a finished drawing so again even though you're doing this just for fun there's always a chance that you might get something out of it but it's, you've got to be very careful that you don't start doing this with having the thought that you're going to create something out of it because I've been caught out doing that before with other things I'll notice that instead of doing an exercise just for fun I'm sort of thinking I'm going to try and turn one of these into something I can post on Instagram or something and then that takes all the fun out of it so there is some sort of skill involved in not yeah in keeping it in keeping it fun it's quite cool so what, any little things he says here oh there's an amazing quote in here this week's inspirational quote i'll say that in a minute so yeah he says yeah oh i love that look he says your imagination is the limit <laughs> he's got one quite fun one here it's it's a heart and it's turned into like a quite a sexy little lady. It's quite quite cool. What I like is all the little shapes. They sort of, they they sort of create a feeling. Yeah, so that heart one, it just created like a sexy lady. You got a sort of a square one, which creates a sort of grumpiness. You got like a bean shaped one, which creates a sort of a stupid looking thing. <laughs> and then you got like you got like a pointy one which is a bit more aggressive so that's quite funny even though it's random shapes it's almost like the shapes will dictate the feeling of the of the character and stuff that's quite amazing that that just shows you that shows you the power of shapes and lines that's quite amazing and then the little final thing it says it will give you new ways to present and shape your designs that's cool that so I would probably do what I would probably do I would start out by writing I think what I would do is I would start out by writing I would then do some loosening do some of these lo loosening exercises just for fun 
and I would in the back of my head have the the words that I've just written down written down my English and then so what would happen then is it those little words they might yeah again see I'm trying to I'm trying to take control of the loosening up phase but I would definitely do that first and then I would start thinking about the basic shapes and stuff so I like that that's basically it one of my favourite little articles this very simple but again I feel like it's really quite powerful and my takeaway was the importance of writing the power of shapes and lines and that the the process of creating characters is fun I think that's the, the key takeaway really remember to keep it fun yeah because when you're having fun I think that fun shows in your characters and like I said if you look at these little these characters on his website they are a lot of fun you can definitely tell that he's having fun with these characters yeah very fun and definitely lots of nice shapes big simple shapes again lots and lots of fun in these characters <laughs> so that's basically that i hope you enjoyed that as is always the case with these things i love i love the articles in these character design quarterly magazines i think they're really they're really fun so the thing i love about character design quarterly is you can you can look you can just open it up and look through it look at the art and you get really inspired and stuff but if you read the articles, you learn a lot as well. So like these these magazines, I feel like they're just they're like little gifts that keep on giving. <laughs> it's really cool. But this week's all that's left really is this week's inspirational quote. So you can find show notes and think at sophielawson.com, and you can find videos at youtube.com/slash sophielawson. I did do a little video just recently about a book called Alive Character Design. Absolutely beautiful book as well, that is. So you can find that on, on my little YouTube. And that's basically that. So this week's inspirational quote, it actually goes to Tom Henney. Little, little quote, simple little quote, but beautiful and powerful as well. So th this week's little inspirational quote is, Don't overthink simply draw whatever comes into your head <laughs> how beautiful is that do you like that one he like dennis likes that don't overthink because that what i would say to that is that's almost like the secret to big bastard basic shapes if you're overthinking you're going to do the details yeah but if, if you just draw what's in your head you're going to be you're going to capture the big the big bastard shapes <laughs> I think this is one of my all-time favourite art quotes because it, it just it it really sp speaks to me as well because I'm somebody who definitely overthinks things. So this week's little inspirational quote, inspirational quote: <laughs> Don't overthink. Simply draw whatever comes into your head. Tom Hanny.